All right, great. Thanks, David, for having me and Anka as well. And we're going to talk about automatically trading option spreads. We have a proprietary technology solution that we've developed over the years. We'll look at some of these professional trading strategies, try to avoid all the, the rookie approaches to doing this. And we think we can save you a lot of time. We've automated an awful lot of this for you. So you don't have to be chained to your desk and your screens. And we're going to look at how to automatically select your option trades as well as manage them. And with that said, let me skip over and talk about the risk disclosure. So remember, we're speculating and we're trying to make money as markets move up, down and sideways. And there's always risk when you do that. So do take a moment and look at that risk disclosure. Remember that past performance is no guarantee of future results and that risk capital should be used when trading. A little bit about AltaVest. Uh, we have been doing this since 1997. We're registered with the CFTC as an introducing brokerage firm. So 26 years or so of being in business, we've traded tens of millions of contracts along the way. That's uh, yours truly there in my younger days. And uh, with some of our staff on the trading floor, the S&P 500 options pit. And that's a cool picture from not too long ago, but the trading floor doesn't look a whole lot like that anymore. It's another picture I took. Yeah, that was in New York. We created the Dragonfly option strategy and a proprietary uh, software solution for that. And we've got clients working with us for over the years using our solution. We're going to do a demo of that for you. And like I said, we're registered with the CFTC uh, member with the NFA and we're located in California. And just a little bit about myself. I'm Eric Gebhardt. I've been doing this for 30 plus years. I'm a co-founder of AltaVest. I'm licensed way back since 1991 after graduating from uh, USC. So the Trojans had my business degree there. And I started in securities with my mutual funds and annuities uh, licenses. Yeah, that's called the Series 6 and 63, kind of dry and dull stuff, to tell you the truth. So, uh, But it got back into the, um, I got into the commodities futures and option space soon thereafter. And also I have my Series 65, which is formally called the Investment Advisor uh, Law Exam is what you need to get that title. So with that said... Let's jump into the top three barriers. This is based on feedback we've received over the years from all of our clients. Uh, number one really is uh, just noise. Lots of opinion, news, uh, different price targets and storytelling. And here's here's from today, for example. Here's the S&P targets from some of the big banks, not all of them, uh, ranging from 4,500 to 5,100 for 2024. So I mean, I'm not sure how useful that really is, folks. Um, who do you listen to? Who do you believe? And this one here I've left in to see how it would turn out. And this is a good one. I like it. Um, Bitcoin here. It's either going to 250000 or 5000 next year. And that was, you can see the date here, just about almost one year ago exactly. So, of course, we're not in either of those ranges yet. But, um, you know, what are you going to do with that kind of information? You know, it's just not valuable, I guess, is the point I would make. Uh, the second barrier, uh, time. As you know, we all have limited amounts of time and who has all the discipline and time needed to screen watch uh, every day. Some of us do uh, have that available to us. It is a bit of a luxury, but a lot of us don't. And the third barrier is really just ourselves. We tend to be our own worst enemy. We tend to ride that emotional roller coaster, kind of the cycle of market emotions. We've all been on it. And even after 30 years, it's still hard to shake off the ups and downs of you know, your trading and investing dollars and all the success and failures and bumps along the way. And that's kind of summarized here. I think this is out of one of the Harry Potter movies, which I've never seen. But if it were only that easy just to simply say it and make it happen, control your emotions. But with those three barriers in mind, I think we have a solution for you. And we're going to jump into some options trading such as how a large institution or an insurance uh, insurance uh, company might handle it. As you know, they get paid premiums to assume the risk uh, that you don't want. They're effectively selling and managing time. They do insure themselves by hedging their exposure. They're patient with their process, and they use math, really, actuarial, uh, actuarial tables, statistics, uh, and they try to make those odds in their favor when they're placing a trade. They're very dispassionate and objective about how they do things. And so we can collect option premium as well. 
or I should say we can collect premium as well. And that's what you call option strategies when you collect premium by selling options rather than buying them. And I'm going to demonstrate a lot of option selling strategies, but also the solution we're going to show you, we'll look at briefly um, how we can also buy options uh, when necessary or when needed or when desired. So it's not just only selling premium that we're talking about, but we'll kind of make that the focal point. So we're going to collect premiums. We call these base hits. We're not going for grand slams by selling options and collecting the premium that somebody else is paying. We'll be patient. We'll manage our risk knowing that we'll, there will be losing trades along the way. But as importantly, you need to manage that reward. Don't get greedy. You're going to need some help. At least we think you need some experienced coaches along the way. And you need the correct tools to make this happen. And again, lots of base hits with these short option or premium collection strategies. And the beauty of it is you can do really anything with these option strategies. They're very flexible. Uh, any bullish, bearish, or non-directional approach uh, or outlook can be handled with these strategies. And you can target outcomes that have a fixed risk. So these are called credit spreads. Each position is insured or covered when you collect these premiums. So predetermined risk and reward. And we talked about non-directional strategies as well. And before we jump into the demo, just a brief review of two of the terms. And if you're not familiar with them, it's really simple. And if you already know this, we'll go quickly. We're going to look at two of the Greeks, as they call them. Delta is how much the value of the option changes in relation to the price of the underlying asset. And then you've got the other really uh, definition that we look at it and really how traders look at it. It's the approximate probability of an option expiring in the money. And so, for example, if you have a 0.25 delta, it means there's a 25% chance that option expires in the money and a 75% chance of it expiring worthless. And of course, delta is always moving as the price of the asset moves and as time ticks away. It is not the probability of a winning trade. So let's not make that uh, assessment or make that mistake of thinking that's what it uh, represents. And the other Greek is theta. And that simply means uh, sensitivity to time. It references the um, limited lifespan of an option or the time decay. Every option has an expiration date and theta is a negative number. It equals one day of time decay. For example, if an option premium is 10 points and theta is negative 0.05, then all things equal the next day. That premium drops to 9.95 and then down to 9.90 and so on and so forth. And here's a graph of what that might look like if you had nine months till expiration. And then as you approach time zero, the clock is ticking, as they say, and the percent of the premium remaining uh, drops and drops and drops in terms of uh, the time value. Now, Wall Street professionals trade multi-leg option spreads, and they use these strategies to collect option premium. And here's this woman on CNBC. We'll uh, refer to her name a little later. But She's absolutely correct about this. She says an option spread is the buying and selling of different contracts and a common way for investors to hedge risk and volatility. And it's usually cheaper because you can offset your cost by the proceeds from different contracts. And it's been used by Wall Street professionals for decades. So basically, option strategies are what the professional traders uh, are using in terms of the option spreads. And remember, we're going to look at some automation with these options that we're looking at. So with that in mind, you know, one thing we talked about were uh, the three barriers just a few minutes ago. One of those would be our own emotions. And the pro you know, part of the problem is the, um, the human mind here it's have, it has a difficult time to compete against the, uh, the machines and the algos. So this is your trading competition. You know, they run on full automation, built-in risk controls, and they push the markets around program selling, program buying. Uh, machine learning, AI, whatever you want to call it. And here, this is uh, this is actually from earlier this year. And I think this quote is probably still very valid, if not even more. But JP Morgan estimates systematic trading is over 90% of US equity trading volume. So when we're sitting behind our desk and placing our orders to buy and sell whatever the asset is, your competition isn't the other person somewhere across the country with their mouse doing the same thing. It's you know a large systematic machine, so to speak. So you know, how can we use algos and how can we use technology to help trade options in a professional manner? Well, we can do that. We're going to show you this demo here. Looks like we're right on schedule with time. So 
That's good. But we'll use automation to collect option premium. And again, this can be for bearish or bullish or even non-directional outlooks. So here's an example of an E-mini S&P 500 call spread. And I'll tell you why we look at the E-minis a little bit later. But this is a strategy that is for a bearish or moderately bullish or even non-directional outlook. And here's what it might look like, where here's the underlying asset, or the in this case, the E-mini S&P 500. And you decide to sell an out-of-the-money call option, that's the red line, and you collect four and a half points and put that in your pocket. But you simultaneously buy the higher strike price call, which is the blue line, and you pay two and a quarter. But the net result is you keep two and a quarter points in your pocket, $112.50 in this example, uh, minus the uh, commissions on the trade. And the same is uh, just the, the inverse, really, or converse with a put spread. So here's the S&P trading at this level, and you might sell an out-of-the-money put spread if you think the market's going to keep going sideways or higher, or even if you're okay if it drops a little bit. So again, you collect uh, a net premium, in this case, $100 minus your commissions. And now here's a combination of those two approaches. It's called the iron condor spread. And you just simply do the put spread and the call spread simultaneously. So you can see here, I've got the graph here with the arrows. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. But I think if you're familiar with these strategies, you know what we're talking about. And if you're not, it's really not difficult at all. It might look complicated at first, but I'll show you in the demo. But here's your out-of-the-money call spread that you sell. You sell the red line and you buy the blue line. And you simultaneously sell the red line, but that's a put. And then you buy a further out-of-the-money put as a hedge or protection. But the net result is you collect net premium on the put spread you sell and the call spread you sell. And you look for the market to essentially stay in that wide range. And these are both covered spreads, of course. For every short option, there's a long option. And you know, you're looking for that theta decay to reduce the spread value. So here's an example of the market going kind of sideways to lower. And then right here, you see this blue arrow and you see this blue color. And I'll show you in the software, but that's the signal to exit the strategy and cover the position and take your profit and move on to the next trade. So you place this type of trade intending to sell it at a price and then buy it back later at a lower price. And when I say price, I'm referring to uh, the premium price. You know, For example, here, if you collected $100, you might close it out by buying it back later for $20. And we'll show you that. Now, here's the kind of unique strategy called the Dragonfly that we de uh, devised here uh, at AltaVest. And then we created the technology to actually make it happen. And it's a combination or a variation on the Iron Condor using six legs. And this looks a little more complicated. But again, it's not that bad when you break it down. Let's look at the call side. And then we'll kind of look at the same structure on the puts. But let's just focus on the calls. And before I do that, you should just note that it's really a non-directional strategy similar to a condor. So, you know, again, you're looking for the market to stay in between this wide range within a certain period of time. So you would sell four of these calls here. That's the red line. Simultaneously buy three further out of the money calls and then buy one closer to the money call. And you have that same structure on the downside. You sell four puts, you buy three further out and then one closer to the money. And you do that. Uh, and collect a net premium on the puts and the calls both. And you know the whole idea here is to note that this option you buy here and this option that you buy here are closer to the money compared to the four that you've sold here and the four that you've sold. So it changes the risk and reward uh, paradigm quite a bit. The dynamics uh, shift uh, oftentimes more favorable uh, compared to a condor. And we'll show you that in just a moment. And so the idea is that after theta decay reduces the spread value, you're trying to exit that spread later on by buying it back for less than what you received, just like the condor. So you see the market going here, kind of trading sideways, bouncing around. And then it turns out in this example, theta decay worked enough. So you got a blue signal here to close out the position. And we'll show you how you can automatically close that out as well. So you sell it for a price and then you buy it back for a lower price. And that's the idea when you're selling premium or collecting premium. And there, of course, it's not just um, non-directional strategies. You can use options for um, bullish or bearish strategies as well. But you know, how do you know what market to trade or strategy to apply? Uh, what's the correct price? How about the, the timing? How do you enter a trade in terms of the timing and the price? 
And then how do you manage it? How do you manage the risk and the profits of each trade, especially ones that have six legs? And what if you have multiple uh, trades at different strikes and expirations? It can be very convoluted and difficult to manage uh, without the right tools. So we created something called Theta Trader and option spreads are pre-built. So they're already uh, populated in the software for you with the help of our proprietary algorithm creating what we call theta trades on a daily basis. And these are the professional types of options, strategies, and spreads that we talked about and that woman from CNBC chatted about. And again, um, bull market, bear market, flat market, non-directional, any of these conditions can be approached with uh, an option or flexible option strategy. And then you have the automated risk and profit tracking available, something called the risk thermal indicator or the RTI. So what I will do here, it's time for me to switch screens. Yep, I think we're cooking here. So let me go ahead and do that. All right, so we are now looking at the dashboard to ThetaTrader. And you can see here all of the um, menu items. Don't worry about that. This is a demo account. So it's, it will look a little different for you, but the rest of it looks the same. And you'll notice uh, there's an active trade alert up here. I'll explain that in a moment. And you'll have the Theta Trades here. And that's pre-generated by the uh, software and your open short positions and then open bot positions. And then on the right side here in this column, you'll see the account details pulled from your AltaVest trading account. So this is, again, this is AltaVest, um, the technology that we built. So it works with our clients and you have your price quotes here. And you'll notice, in fact, what I'm going to do, I'm going to magnify the screen just a notch or two. Okay. Hopefully that makes it easier for everybody to see. So here are the theta trades for the day. You'll see there are bullish and bearish and non-directional strategies available. And they're all pre-populated according to the algorithm. And there are three markets, the E-mini S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Russell 2000. So we're trading stock indexes on the E-minis. And there's good reasons for that. We'll get into that later. But you'll see that if you want a bearish position, you could simply click here and you'll have all these different trades already pre-built for you on just say a simple put spread. If you are kind of having a non-directional bias, maybe you want to look at an iron condor. Uh, maybe you want to look at a dragonfly. So you can see it's all pre-built here for you. And we're going to look into that at the moment. But before I do, just pointing out that your open positions, whether they're short options or long option spreads, you can all see these at a glance right on the dashboard. They're all color coded and I'll show you that a little bit later, but um, it's at a glance, you can see everything, which is very convenient just with those colors. We'll go ahead and choose an iron condor. And I typically for a webinar, I just choose the one with the most days till expiration. And while that's uh, churning away there and thinking, I'll just point out, you see you have anywhere from 16 days to 63 days um, to choose from in terms of an expiration. You'll see the strike prices are all pre-selected by the algorithm. And you'll notice here, this is your maximum profit potential at expiration, and then your targeted annualized return at expiration. And keep in mind that this number here, the TAR, is really just to compare one trade to another. So you can't expect to generate 195% a year just by placing that trade. Um, so I just want to clarify that. But it's really to compare one trade to another. And obviously, the trades with the fewer days till expiration will have a higher targeted annualized return. So that's really the difference between you know, this trade with 16 days versus this trade with 63 days. All right. So you can see we chose this January in the month. And it pulls up this table of all the details. And here's what I like to do first is look at a graph. This is an overhead view of the strategy. You're selling this call spread and selling this put spread and collecting premium on both sides of the trade. And here's the current price there. You can look at the calls independently and the puts independently. And then we'll go back and look at the whole trade. You can see 63 days till expiration, the expiration date, settlement value, premium collected, put risk, call risk, commission. Uh, I won't go into all the details, but your cash required, $916 is required to place the trade. Your maximum profit potential at expiration, $84. A targeted return on cash, and then your targeted annualized return. And then you'll see, for example, the strike price of the put that you're selling is already predetermined. It's a 42.10 put, and it has a delta of 9.95. Okay, so that means there's over a 90% probability 
this particular option would expire out of the money. And looking at the call, you can see 6.75 delta. So you have over a 93% probability this call option would expire out of the money. So that's the idea of the math kind of putting you in a position where they're looking at these, like um, you could say more uh, higher, higher probability or more highly favored odds in terms of these options expiring in the money or out of the money. But do keep in mind, we always suggest you get out of a trade before it expires. And we'll show you how to automate that as well. And you'll see here, you have a default here to a sell. You're selling the condor. So you're selling it, meaning you're selling the call spread and the put spread and collecting net premium. And it defaults to a quantity of one. We'll just change it to three. And you can see the cash required moves up and your profit potential moves up, of course, uh, accordingly. We'll leave the value at 210. So it's trying to collect you know, just over two points. And we'll go ahead and place that order. And it just assumes we're filled in the demo mode. And it's just that simple. And let me go back to the dashboard here and we'll show you how the Dragonfly works. And then we'll show you some of the automation on the risk and the profit management. And then really the best feature of all that's coming up here just in a second, or I should say a few minutes. <laughs> it takes a, a minute here to, sometimes I'm not on, on the webinars. I don't know why, but I get a little delay. Okay, so there are the three iron condors we just placed right there. So it just shows up on your open sold position. Now here are the dragonflies and we'll go ahead and look at the January into month dragonfly and feel free to jump in with any questions or comments along the way. I don't know if I'll get to them this second, but probably as we get towards the end here, I'll be able to look and dig in a little deeper, but I might answer a lot of those questions along the way. So here is a graph of the dragonfly. You can see, you know, selling the four calls, buying the three further out and then buying one closer to the money and then the same structure with the puts. And you'll notice the call that you buy here, if you can't see it, um, I'll just point out, but it's a 48.75. And the calls that you're selling are 49.25. So it's basically 50 points uh, between, you know, out of the money, or I should say further away from the calls you're selling. And in this case, it's also 50 on the put, but it doesn't have to be 50. The algorithm is deciding that for us. So it, it may change at times. I just wanted to point that out. You can see the same kind of data here, but you'll notice the cash required is 47.44, your profit potential 256, targeted return on cash and your targeted annualized return. And you'll notice that these targeted return numbers are always going to be lower with the dragonfly compared to a condor. And that's simply because you pay money to buy this uh, particular call option and put option here, it's like extra insurance. So you're buying some insurance to sort of hedge some of the risk of this trade and that cost you money. So it minimizes the potential return compared to a dragon, uh, a condor, but at the same time, it does provide additional protection in certain circumstances. So we'll show you how that works. And again, you can see the algorithm choosing the strike price here with a 9.95 Delta. So over a 90% probability that this option expires out of the money. You can see this call here, 5.85 Delta. So you're looking at over 94% probability that these calls would expire out of the money. And again, we're gonna sell the premium. We'll do two of these. You can see the cash required going up and down, your profit potential going up and down. You can kind of round up to $5,000 as a requirement for each dragonfly, and then 1,000 uh, for the condor. And then you're trying to collect just under seven points, and that's it, just that simple and you're done. Now, here's a really, really interesting feature you've never seen for sure, because I, well, maybe I shouldn't say that, but I've never seen it after 30 years. We have a trading simulator. You can go backwards in time and you can backtest all of these strategies. So whether it's two legs or four legs or six-legged dragonfly, uh, you can go back in time just by simply clicking here and choosing a date. I've already chosen some here to save some, some time just to sort of illustrate how this works. So here's, here's a condor. And this is from August 1st, and we can use these buttons to go forward in time. You can go day by day backwards, or you can go all the way to the end, but we'll just go ahead and play it through. And I'll point out this RTI, green means good, do nothing. The yellow means elevated risk, but still do nothing. The algorithm says it's, it's okay. Then it's kind of wavering between yellow and green, so nothing to do. Theta decay is starting to work. You see the trade turning profitable. Still nothing to do. And then it turns blue. 
And when it turns blue, that means take your profits and move on to the next trade, take your money and go elsewhere. You can see it turn blue with 16 days uh, of time remaining. And when it turns blue, you can have ThetaTrader automatically place that order for you. So you don't have to monitor the trade and monitor your account. ThetaTrader scanning the account for you. It will monitor that and then place the exit order for you so that you don't have to. So that's the end of month, September Condor just from this year. And here's the uh, Dragonfly. We'll look at that example here and we'll just play it through. Again, same kind of thing. It's turning a little yellow back to green and then it turns blue. Take your profits and move on to something else. So you can see that's kind of how a typical Condor trade might work that's profitable and that works out. And another example here of a Dragonfly and how that one uh, might work as well. Now we'll look at some other examples here. I kind of forget exactly what I've queued up here, but here's a, another Condor. And we'll jump through this demo here or this time machine. Oh, it turns orange, even more elevated risk. And you can see why it's getting closer to that upper boundary or the short calls that you've got, but still do nothing. And I want to point out something too. If you were trying to trade this on your own, uh, it can be very difficult because like with any trade, you know, what is your threshold for the risk? And that's the great thing about these algos. Uh, it's making those decisions for you you know, based on all of our trading history and experience. So we'll go ahead and keep playing this here and see it's now turning green and then it turns blue. Now I want you to take a, a, a note, maybe write it down. That was on August 11 with 15 days till expiration. You have a profit taking signal to get out of this condor. So and that's the week four expiration. So here's a week four dragonfly. And I think this one ends up getting out earlier. Right. So with 22 days till expiration, you get a profit taking signal. So the benefit here compared to the dragonfly was with the condor, you were in this till August 11. And with the dragonfly, you were able to close that trade out on August 4. So that's the difference. One of the key differences with the condor and the dragonfly, you can have an earlier exit opportunity with the dragonfly. And again, that's because you own this call here and you own this put. So it makes a big difference sometimes in how that trade reacts. Here's another one. Let's run through this example in the month June. Let me scroll that down just a notch. There you go. So it's getting pretty close up here. <laughs> and there it goes. It turns red. So that's a losing trade. And again, if it turns blue, you can automatically close out when you have a profit taking signal. But also if it turns red, too much risk, you're going to have to take your loss according to the algorithm. And you can automate this so that you don't have to monitor it and watch it. And you can see why you're getting awfully, uh, well, you're just going through the, uh, through the strike here at that point. Um, so you can see why the algorithm had a risk signal there, too much risk. But let's look at how a dragonfly would have performed compared to the condor. Imagine you did a dragonfly in that same expiration instead of the condor. Look at that. You get a profit-taking signal with a month of time remaining on the dragonfly. Turn blue and you can automatically close out that position uh, if you set it up on your account and I'll show you how to do that. So again, the difference and a good thing you did get out, um, especially on the on the condor. And you can go again back in time or go all the way uh, forward in one click here. So you just go back or forward. So you can see why you did get out. If you had you held on to it, your loss would be even greater. But you can see the big difference at times between the dragonfly and the condor. It doesn't always work like that, but at times, a dragonfly can uh, save you uh, from either a loss or allow you to get out earlier compared to a condor. And of course, dragonflies can have losses too. Nothing is infallible, <laughs> but just want to point out the difference between the dragonfly and the condor. And I want to point out here, before I look at that, and I'll show you in just a second, but there's also um, a trade alert. So the trade alerts will be delivered uh, to your desktop here or your, your phone, your browser, I guess, whatever browser you're using, you'll see the trade alert here. And it also comes to your phone. And I'll show you how that works in just a second. But I just wanted to leave that there and point that out. But I'll show you in just a second uh, on the phone, but it might as well just give you an idea what it looks like if you view it through your browser here. Unless we're doing a software update, then it may not work. But just give it a second. There it goes. So this was a trade alert, a demo trade alert here, you can see you get a message uh, maybe a little note on the alert. And this is really what it looks like. You can see this is a uh, half of a dragonfly. So just the call side of a dragonfly. 
you get your graph and then it presets the quantity for you based on the account and what are what other positions you have in your account and it gives you the breakdown of the risk and then the premium required here and the commission cash required so on and so forth days till expiration and if you want to accept that uh, trade alert you just touch accept and theta trader does everything for you so just wanted to point out how convenient that is and i'll show you what it looks like on your phone i think it's even better with the phone or your smart device and then let me point out a couple things real quick and then i'll jump into the uh, demo on the trade alert or it's really just a video for the uh, smart device but i just wanted to point out here that again, you can be bullish or, or bearish, and maybe you think um, we're a little overbought. You know, on the Magnificent Seven, I saw a bit of the presentation before talking a lot about that, um, looking at cycles, and there's still room to grow. And maybe so, I have no idea. But or maybe you just want to look at the uh, uh, the Russell Index. Maybe that'll weaken in comparison. So you might want to look at the Russell. You could do something on the Russell, something we call a bear hedge. And I'll just give you an example. The point is uh, we can do directional strategies as well as non-directional, but just wanted to um, really dig down into the non-directional, those higher probability uh, premium collection strategies. But here is a graph of say this, what we call a bear hedge. So you sell an out of the money, a deep out of the money call spread. You collect money for doing that. And then you take that money and then you buy a deep out of the money put spread. So and then here's the market. If the market starts to really drop, the put spread you own uh, gains in value. The call spread you sold loses value. And so that trade ends up you know, working well. And of course, if it keeps going higher and runs higher and higher and higher, um, then you have to cover this uh, call spread here. And Theta Trader, again, can automatically do that for you. So I just wanted to point out you know, what that looks like. You know, We'll go ahead and um, that's the Russell. I just kind of randomly chose one. And you can do these oftentimes for a credit or even money, so it doesn't cost you anything. We'll do three of these, and I'll go ahead and place that order. And that's it. All right. Well, let me jump over here and show you how to make these adjustments or these um, uh, settings in your account to automate things. And in fact, here's the trade simulator if you want to look at it um, a little closer. So you can just go back in time, pick the month, pick the year, you know, choose any strategy here any of these markets. So that's how it works. Real simple to use. But I want to point out here, we have daily research to help you make uh, and inform your, you know, your trading decisions. We have something called TradeScope. It's published each day. We look at the uh, technicals and then market outlook or forward-looking guidance on that. You can see an example here of some of what you might see on TradeScope. And also something called the daily comments. You can see the current uh, activity for the day, any trading for the day, a summary of what happened in Asia, Europe, and the US, and then looking ahead, and then also a trading calendar for economic data. People really enjoy looking at this. It's at a glance, you can see everything. Now here under the My Account, you go to Settings, and this is where you choose how to activate and automate your Risk Manager and the Profit Directive. So you check those, you save the settings, and that's all you have to do. And then everything's automated in terms of your risk and your profit management on those, uh, say, Iron Condor or Dragonfly types of trades that we looked at. There's also a great help file if you need any uh, you know, guidance or re review on strategies. I thought I would just point out here the uh, color coding you can see here on the RTI and how that works. We're not going to spend time going through all of it, but it's all right here within ThetaTrader. And there's also an educational section here with videos. So there's all these videos here and then also placing trades and all the details on any of the strategies uh, with a video tutorial. So everything is part uh, of ThetaTrader that you need. It's all sort of native to it and inherent and embedded in it. So I did want to point that out. And then you can look at your, let me I'll go here. You can look at your positions here. You can look at your closed positions. Of course, your history, you always have that accessible to you. So you're looking at uh, the last 20 trades here just from doing random demos. So wouldn't make too much out of the performance one way or another, but it's, you know, the demos have worked. <laughs> um, but that's that. So with that said, let me uh, switch screens here again. All right. So now we're back to the presentation. I think I showed you a little bit how those trade alerts look on your uh, web page. They're one-touch responsive alerts is what we call them. 
And here's what it looks like on your phone. You touch, accept, or reject on your screen. So it's really that simple. And it works because everything is integrated with your AltaVest account. So these are what they call live alerts. So here's what it looks like on a phone, albeit this is an older video. I have a new one, but I couldn't uh, for some reason get it to work, but it still looks generally the same, although we have a few new features. So you can see a graph, you'll see the quantity is chosen for you based on what's in your account. And the trade is, is tailored for you as well. It won't be a redundant position. So you'll collect this amount, you put up this amount, has 71 days till expiration. And if you like it, you just touch accept and that's it. The ThetaTrader technology handles the rest of it for you. So great stuff. So here's how to get involved, folks. And then I think we should have some time at the end if there's any other comments or questions. But this is what we call our ThetaTrader membership. So you have the software that we just reviewed. So all of your Theta trades, which are the pre-generated uh, spreads, and then those are all managed with the RTI, so automated risk and profit controls, and then the trade simulator. So it's like a time machine. You can go backwards. $3,588 value on that software. And then you saw the trade alerts and how great those work. A very efficient way to be involved with sometimes, you know, what can be a more complicated, complicated approach to trading. Again, trades are tailored for you in terms of the sizing and the trade itself. And these are live. So you receive that and you touch accept and that's a live order being placed for you. And then the RTI, once that order is filled, will automatically manage it for you. So those trade alerts valued at over $4,400. So again, you have the alerts and Theta Trader, everything you've seen, over $8,000 value. And what really ties it together is us. So we can be your private coach. That's all part of the membership. You know, we're all Series 3 licensed and all very experienced with this. So we can share the screen with you and walk you through your, your trade history, develop strategies, uh, be your co-pilot, so to speak. And that's really invaluable. The value on that $7,500, I think is way undervalued, but that is part of your Theta Trader membership over $15,500 value. And I don't want us to forget the guidance that we offer with our trade scope and our daily commentary. That's proprietary only for our Theta Trader members. $2,952 value on that. And I mentioned the video tutorials. That's something that we include. Of course, uh, just embedded within Theta Trader. So to summarize, your membership includes everything you've seen, the software, the alerts, the private coaching, and the proprietary research, over $18,500 value. And of course, that's not what we're going to offer it at. And we used to do this in person, in live in-person events, uh, $4,000. We'd have people lining up in the back of the room, becoming members. But we like doing these webinars and these are live and we can do this uh, at a much better value and this is the kind of the retail price but if you act before tomorrow night you'll receive the discount down to 597 and here's just the simple one page order form and that's the link cf.altavest.com forward slash tr and that is my direct phone number and that's my direct email if you have any comments or questions along the way and there's a guarantee. So really, you don't have any risk on that membership. Uh, get yourself signed up. We'll get you onboarded. And you've got 30 days to consider it. And we'll go from there. Now, how about a few FAQs along the way? And I think, let's see here, tax efficiency. That's the first thing I'm going to look at here. You can lower your tax rate by over 10% when it comes to, to trading just by trading futures and options because they are tax efficient. They're treated differently by the IRS. You're Gains are taxed, 60% uh, of those gains at the uh, shorter term you know, capital gains rate. So here's an example. Won't go into all the math, but if you're trading individual stocks and you have this example here, you get 12.6% return. If you're trading futures and futures options, that same example, you save over $2,000 in taxes. And then you don't have to itemize. You receive your uh, P&L, your 1099, and that's it. That's all you have. There's no itemizing or wash sales or anything like that, but always consult your tax attorney or advisor. So that is for sure. Uh, why trading the e-minis? We talked a little bit about this. Well, they're big. The e-minis are big. It's kind of a oxymoron, but um, yes, that's where the liquidity, the volume is. Record high gr uh, CME group equity index volume, 1.6 million a day, tremendous amounts of volume. That means, according to the CME group, you get superior execution compared to 
uh, options on the uh, SPX. And so you get those tighter spreads. So you have all that market share on those ES options. So you have what they call densely packed strikes, expirations and granularity. So what that means is when the algorithm needs to find calls to sell and puts to sell and more calls to sell and more puts to sell, it will find them in the uh, e-mini space. Not always the case if uh, you're trading individual stocks. In the Dragonfly with the e-mini, you can do it as one order at one trade at one price. You don't have to leg in. And if you're trading stocks, you'd have to break up your order into two different spreads and trade in and out of it by different legs. And it would be very, very cumbersome. So again, these e-minis allow you sophisticated option strategies. And we talked about um, that woman from CNBC. She talks here about retail stock options traders. Uh, they only have access to most basic call and put options, and they don't have access to option spread or other more sophisticated strategies. But that's not the case with us. So you don't want to trade like a rookie. Don't only just buy options because Theta is working against you. Uh, Yoon Lee is her name from CNBC. And she said the appeal for retail investors to buy options is that they're much cheaper, but your potential for profit is not that high. In 2021, 11% of Robinhood users made options trades, but of that, less than 1% actually made multi-leg options trades. So you don't want to be in that rookie camp. Uh, more advantages, you can just trade, of course, two or three indexes or one, uh, efficient margin versus stocks. And then there's a clear cost structure. Again, these are uh, you would call um, e-minis or futures options. They trade at the CME group on the electronic Globex exchange. And that means all your orders get equal treatment. If you have an order for one spread or a thousand spreads, um, it all goes through the same place. There's none of that uh, payment for order flow stuff that you hear about uh, with, quote, free stock trading. There's no such thing. You know, Robinhood gets fined. Uh, they tell everything, everyone that you, know, you could trade for free, but it turns out you're saving a penny but losing a nickel because the commission-free just means your orders are executed at worse prices. So none of that with us. Everything is just stated verbatim. Uh, five and a quarter round turn all in is our e-mini commission rate. And if you look at other sites, they might have a rate that looks lower, like two and a quarter, but that's actually per side and they don't include the clearing and exchange fees. So it can end up, it'll end up being higher in those cases. So our rates are competitive. Uh, performance, everyone's different. Everyone trades, you know, Theta Trader their own way, just like anyone trading with any other brokerage firm. Keep in mind, everything I showed you in Theta Trader is net of all trading cost. So all your commissions and so forth um, are all reflected. What size of account people ask? Well, we suggest 25,000 to 50,000 if you want to do multiple dragonflies and condors simultaneously. If you're looking for a free membership and who isn't, uh, you can do that. With a $100,000 account, we'll give you 100% rebate. And if you have a 50 to 99999 account, <laughs> you'll get a 50% rebate on that membership fee. People love taking us up on this offer as well. So we like that too. Uh, any kind of account, you know, joint, individual, joint, corporate, trust, IRA, whatever. Um, we do them all. And then we'll kind of get here to kind of wind it down. But, you know, why would you even consider something like ThetaTrader? Well, it's an alternative uh, approach to trading May, may improve diversification and lower portfolio risk. And since it's alternative because these strategies that we saw today, for example, they have a low correlation to traditional investments. So, you know, the stock market generally might be down or up or whatever it may be. And the performance of some of these strategies we looked at can be completely independent. You know, there's always risk as well. You know, inflation still way above the Fed's target of 2%. Weekly food budgets up 32% in the last three years. Uh, I probably don't, I don't need to, you know, pour salt into the wounds for all of us. And meanwhile, wages are not even moving. Um, wages are flat. Inflation says here could really be double digits and keep rising. Core CPI, according to shadow stats, John Williams, over 4.3%. I think he's probably right. I think we all know that inherently. Um, Ron Barron, he's a billionaire. He says inflation's more like 4 to 5% each year. And I think he's correct. Everything doubles every 14 to 15 years. And it adds to the cost of, of funding the U.S. deficit because they're, you know, printing money and rates go up and that increases the deficit financing. And we lose uh, our outlook, our credit rating on the U.S. So we're getting close to a, a cut. Um, credit card interest rates at record highs. You see it here. Personal savings rates are near record lows. 
Um, the LEI or leading economic indicators are suggesting a recession is with us. You can maybe not see this clearly, but you have the uh, zero bars right here. This is zero. So in the past, every time we've gone below zero, you see these red vertical lines. That's a recession that follows. You know, so we're way down here now, um, and we've been there for a while. So Lizanne Saunders thinks uh, we're headed there. 19 consecutive months of declines in the LEI from here. So that's a good one to keep in mind. And then here's GDP versus GDI. And this is interesting. GDI is negative with GDP positive, And that's only happened twice before in 2001 and 2007. <laughs> so you can see here and here. And now you see it here. GDI is here. GDP is here. And GDI is gross domestic income. Um, you know, so the, the reason why the gross domestic income is lower is because GDP uh, reflects government spending or deficit spending, which of course can't go on. So you have an inverted yield curve. Same kind of thing with LEI. You, know, you get this inversion below zero, and we don't have to go into all the details, but you can see these gray shaded areas here and the, and the red arrows. Those are all recessions that follow. So we're definitely due. The stock market as a whole doing great. Well, we, you know, we talked about the Magnificent Seven. Um, so the S&P minus the seven is up just over 3%. Doesn't even build, beat a T-bill at 4.5%. So here you have the T-bill and then the Magnificent Seven, or the let's say the 493 out of the S&P 500. Uh, so basically flat is what it's saying, unless you had exposure to those seven big tech stocks. Um, kind of resembling, they call the Nifty 50 from the early 70s. But they say here, when the Nifty 50 stocks uh, fell apart, they fell, the S&P fell by 40%. So the S&P now, you know, the Magnificent Seven here, it says the uh, stocks now make up a third of the index's aggregate value. So I don't know. We've been smart. We've had a good run. Maybe the low-hanging fruit has all been picked uh, in that particular trade for a while. Uh, who knows? But something to keep in mind. So additional benefits, you know, with these strategies, you don't always have to be bullish or bearish. Uh, you can trade these non-directional strategies. You don't have to try to day trade the chop and sit in front of the screen. You have a wide margin of error. You know, so these examples here that we looked at, some of them have six, seven, eight hundred points, sometimes a thousand points between the calls and the puts that you're selling. Just depends on the environment. We think it can be a big time saver for you. You don't really want to sit in front of a screen. This person said they sit 10 to 12 hours a day in front of their screen. And it makes sense to uh, have some diversification into the alternative space. So, you know, mostly non-correlated to the results of, say, the S&P 500. So we think it makes sense to have something like Portfolio 3, where you have some exposure to alternative strategies, such as what we've been talking about. And, you know, markets can go nowhere for long periods of time. You know, if you bought the Dow in 1929, you were back to even in 1954, so, you know, poor timing on a lot of people here uh, and a lot of chop along the way. Same thing with 1982. You bought it here. You were in the same spot. Uh, I'm sorry, 1966 in 1982. So it can happen. You want some strategies that we think can work in, you know, various environments, sort of uh, flexible. So here's the Theta Trader membership that we talked about. We'll just kind of end it here, the five steps. You complete that order form. You'll get your Theta Trader credentials. You'll receive an email with your account opening link, and then you can open your account and fund it and start trading. So you get the options trades with the theta trades, all the strategies we talked about. You know, you get that uh, back testing time machine. You get the one-touch trade alerts. And then on your dashboard, we saw what that looks like. You can click and get those alerts right in your dashboard or right on your phone. And then here's the form that you fill out. And here is the last page. And... Let's check it out if I have a few comments and questions. I do. Keep them coming, folks. Good, bad, or otherwise. Uh, good question. Yes, you can build your own trades on Theta Trade. So you can take uh, Theta Trader. So you can actually uh, take any Theta Trade and modify it, uh, or you can build your own trade. There's something called Trade Builder. I just didn't spend time on it. So, yes, you can do that. No, one time fee, $597. It's just a one time membership fee. So, good question. And we are the brokerage firm. AltaVest is a brokerage firm for since 1997. And so this is our technology that we've built for our AltaVest clients. So you become a Theta Trader member and then you have an AltaVest trading account. Okay, good question. I think I covered that commission and we covered that one again about we are our own brokerage. Yes, we are. 
Uh, for the dragonfly, yes, it's always the one four three ratio on the calls and the puts. So that's a good question. And yes, we have IRA accounts all the time. We get them transferred every week. So I see James asking about that. So yeah, if you had any uh, IRA anywhere, you just uh, transfer the cash in the IRA and then you can start trading with us. Yeah, the commissions, uh, someone's asking trans transaction fees, but basically commissions uh, are what they're called. And so they're five and a quarter round turn all in. So we covered that. And in terms of trading balance, that's up to you, but 25,000 to 50,000 is kind of a, a minimum range that we suggest. And then performance, well, of course, everyone's going to be different, but you can see how the targeted returns that we looked at, uh, depending on the trade and the strategy, were all there within ThetaTrader. So that's really kind of what you have to look at. And the algorithm isn't going to choose things that uh, don't make any sense. So that's kind of a good question, though. But really, the answer is everyone has different performance because they all use it differently. Yeah, the mini DAO is something we have used in the past. That's a good question. But there's just not enough volume there. Um, I mean, there is, but there's so much, it's so much better on the the ES um, in particular. So most of our trading, 80% maybe, is probably on the E-mini S&P 500, and the rest might be in the Russell and the NASDAQ mini. But yeah, those are very good questions. Astute question there. <laughs> All right. And you've got my, let's see here. Well, the SPX is a securities space, so we're futures. So we're trading futures options. And beyond that, um, there's more liquidity and volume in the options we're trading. And you can do them as uh, a dragonfly as one order, six legs all in one order. And you can't do that on the SPX. All right. I guess I'm out of time. I'll just put my email, although you do have it um, right there on the screen. But I just typed it in. And then my phone number, that's my direct number there. So I welcome your calls, comments. And let's see if you're not traded options. Well, let us know. Um, what your level of experience is, but you don't need permission per se um, to trade. It's not like securities where there's level this, that, and the other. All right, I'm done, folks. Thanks for joining me, and I look forward to hearing from you and be glad to chat with you anytime. All right, bye-bye.